Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, April 17th, 5.34 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures down one and a quarter at 6.34 and a half. July soybeans up eight and three quarters at 14.76. July Chicago wheat down three quarters of a cent at 6.91 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat down six and three quarters at 8.56 and a half. July spring wheat down three and a half at 8.69 and three quarters. It's April 17th. What did I say the date was? And uh, we've got some snow on the radar here this morning, and there was snow that fell over the weekend. Uh, This morning, you've got some snow moving across parts of Wisconsin, uh, northern Illinois, Michigan, northern Indiana. Uh, The snow was over Minnesota, I believe the Dakotas, uh, as far south as parts of maybe central Iowa. If you guys have snow totals or rain totals for me, let me know. Uh, The map on my screen here is observed precipitation over the weekend, and these maps are always kind of tricky it's it's hard to tell if they're reality or not so i mean the rainfall equivalent in some of these northern areas was not huge but i know there were places in minnesota that caught seven eight nine inches of snow over the weekend so if you guys have some totals and locations uh drop them in the uh, youtube comments here i'd be curious to see what you think the uh, forecast this week is not as good as last week so you know last week it felt like spring in a lot of areas we were up in the 70s 80s and some areas of the central corn belt and that's not really going to be the case this week Uh, we've got some more rain coming back in Wednesday or Thursday to a lot of areas and then this coming weekend in particular it's going to be cold again Uh, Saturday Sunday into maybe Monday next week you're talking highs across the central corn belt in the 30s and you look at the expected highs for uh, Sunday that's what's on my screen here Sunday the 23rd you're talking highs in the 20s in North Dakota Minnesota South Dakota so I don't know if this will throw a wrench in the works of the planting plans in these areas Um, I know that there was a lot of progress made last week maybe things slow a little bit this week uh, if you guys have ideas on this drop them in the comments i'd be very curious to see what you think but whether uh not uh nearly as good looking this week as it was uh last week in a lot of areas as it relates to uh corn and soybean planting guys i had a great premium video on friday uh, we did an explainer or kind of a primer on el nino uh drew Lerner from world weather inc joined me and he did a fantastic job explaining uh, all this talk regarding el nino you know i think the government said last week there's a 62 percent chance that we see an el nino event uh from dur- during may through july like that time period and uh what exactly does that mean um drew explained it pretty darn well if you guys want to see the premium stuff sign up today you can sign up on your phone it's a piece of cake it takes like one minute with your credit card 50 bucks a month cancel at any time no other fee no other obligation nobody will try to sell you anything else i'll shoot you over that video uh, here this morning The United States may be unhappy with the UN's handling of the Black Sea grain deal. This was one of the revelations from these leaked documents uh, that showed up here the last couple of weeks. The documents show that the Secretary General of the UN took took steps to obstruct efforts to hold Moscow accountable for its actions in Ukraine. One of the documents revealed that the United States felt that the UN actions were undermining broader efforts to hold Moscow accountable for its actions in Ukraine. Uh, the UN says this 
that this was all done to preserve the grain deal agreement. So I guess there's like two sides here. The United Nations very much wants to see the grain deal continue so that, you know, grain is sent to these uh, struggling countries or poorer countries. And the United States wants nothing to do with any sort of friendliness at all toward Ukraine. I don't really know what this means. We're still uh, waiting to see whether or not Russia wants to renew this thing on May 18th. Again, they've, they've talked tough, but they've already renewed this thing two different times. So it's a wait and see deal. Uh, more Ukraine grain news. The European Union will discuss Ukrainian grain imports this week. Last week, Poland and Hungary moved uh, to ban Ukrainian grain imports. You've got this cheap Ukrainian grain flooding their local markets. It's negatively impacted local farmers in Eastern Europe. Ukraine's ag minister, of course, wants to reopen routes to Poland this week. Ukrainian grain exports via the Black Sea continue, but it's it's a reduced rate versus pre-war levels. Um, it's it, They're not shipping it at the rate that they could be or would have been prior to the invasion. So the balance, or a lot of it, is being railed west to Europe. It's caused big issues. These farmers in Eastern Europe don't want this Ukrainian grain there. It's, it's, it's affecting their local markets negatively. Um, so I don't know exactly how this uh, impact the markets. But again, this is a huge shift from a year ago. A year ago, we were terrified that there was going to be a shortage. And now there's too much Ukrainian grain uh, the way that it appears. Uh, more corn sold to China on Friday. Chinese buyers bought a mix of old crop and new crop U.S. corn, total of about 15 million bushels. Um, so I think... All in all now, they're up over 4 million metric tons, I, I believe is the statistic somewhere around there in this recent buying spree. They bought another another 709,000 in total uh, through last week, uh, kind of split between old crop and new crop. I've heard chatter that the, the amount could ultimately hit 5 or 6 million metric tons, uh, depending on price. I don't know if that's going to be the deal or not, but I would not be surprised at all to see some additional Chinese corn business this week. Next thing is that we got to see we got to see the shipments. Need to see improved shipments. We did not have good corn shipments last week. We'll see what uh, USDA has to say today. Large money managers modestly long the corn market. Uh, net long 29,000 contracts as of last Tuesday. They were net buyers of 4,000 contracts on the week. That's the funds. Um, so modest net long in corn. This is still a pretty big net long in soybeans, 125,000 contracts. And this is a big time net short in the SRW wheat market at 106,000. If there ever was a reason for uh, the funds to uh, get scared, they've got a big short position that uh, needs to be covered or would need to be covered, but we just haven't seen anything friendly enough and that's despite the U.S. weather issues in the Southern Plains. Um, we're just, again, U.S. wheat not competitive. We've got a crush report this morning. This is the National Oil Seed Processors Association. They'll be out at 11 a.m. Central Time. Ahead of this report, traders estimate that NOPA members crushed 183.4 million bushels of soybeans in March. If that's confirmed, it would represent an increase of nearly 11% versus February. Processing probably recovered in March. They had some weather issues, some maintenance in February. NOPA members, of course, handle 95% of all soybean processing in the United States. USDA projects that domestic crush will account for 51% of all demand for U.S. soybeans this year. So it's always important to pay attention to the crush reports. It's a huge chunk of the demand base. May grain options expire on Friday. If you guys have any open positions there, make sure you take a look. Uh, cattle market kind of got beat up, at least cattle futures uh, got beat up a little bit late last week, kind of a corrective action. Uh, cash market's holding together okay, though. Uh, cash in the north, or uh, Nebraska rather, 182 to 184, I think, on Friday. Uh, most of the southern trade last week was 174 to 177. Outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars up a little bit. The S&P's about flat. The Dow Jones up 20 points. Bonds about flat. Precious metals pretty quiet. Crude oil is down 35 cents in the June WTI 8206 last trade. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.